So I was trying to think of something cool to talk about this week, and I actually think I found something that's relatively interesting, um, especially for you and me, with, since we didn't grow up in California. I feel like if you grew up in California, you'd have a totally different understanding of what I'm going to talk about. But uh, I was recently with three native Californians in a car, which is kind of hard to do in California. Most people aren't from here. Um but uh, Tim and Anna and Ellie and I had gone up to Scribe last weekend for the um, quarterly pickup party, and we were driving back, and a couple people in the car were tipsy. Um, not everyone, but a couple ladies, we'll say, were tipsy. And we were discussing the bells that are like, they're like these shepherd hooks, these really big shepherd hooks. They're probably 10 or 12 feet tall, and they have an old bell like dangling from them. And they're all along route. Um, like Highway 37 and then 101 headed back uh, south into the bay, and we were talking about what they were for, and there's a sign that says, you know, El Camino Real on the bells, and so we all looked it up, and we started talking about it, and um, basically, um, the bells mark the route of the 21 missions of California, uh, and they're all along this road called El Camino Real, which stands for the King's Road, uh, and it's this 700-mile route that goes from San Diego all the way up to Sonoma, actually, and so the, the f- ending mission is in Sonoma. It's the one we, we basically drove past, um, and the bells were actually put out in the early 20th century, so they were like the early 1900s, to mark the route um, kind of as um, more of like a symbolism or a dedication of the route than actually what the route was for, which it was built a long, long time ago. Um, so I'll get into more of that later, but uh, the reason we started talking about it was because of these bells, and uh, <laughs> we got on a pretty funny kick uh trying to spot the bells and whoever could spot the bells first would yell it out um but the missions themselves i've never been to any and i don't think you have um but they they look really cool so basically they were placed um like roughly a day apart of each other um if you were traveling by horse you would come across one up approximately every day. Um, That was the idea. And they were all built in like the late 1700s, early 1800s. So before California was a state in in the U.S. Um, And at that time, um, California was owned by Spain because Mexico was owned by Spain. Um, And so California was actually known as Alta California. Um, And it was kind of this un... uh, sort of like untouched land people really hadn't explored it um and mostly just native people lived on the land native indians and and stuff like that and so basically spain um when when they were in possession of mexico they also owned all this land because no one had bought it from them yet and so they uh had this plan to colonize the western shores of the newly acquired territory that they had and so uh, this guy named, he was a Franciscan monk, his name was Padre 
Junipero Serra. Uh, he was born in 1713 in Mallorca, which is this island off the coast of Spain. Um, but anyway, he moved to New Spain in like 1750, um, and he had kind of concocted this plan um, to like basically colonize the western shore um and so what they wanted to do was um build these missions every so often and so that any spaniard could come through and um make the trip north uh and and be able to stay at these missions along the way and the idea of the mission was they basically um carved out these big swaths of land um and they would teach the the idea was that they were going to teach the natives um like um they were going to recruit them and convert them to catholicism and then teach turn them into spanish citizens and teach them um how to like farm the land and cultivate the land and also cultivate their uh love for christ i guess um it was uh, it was pretty largely unsuccessful. I think they killed most of the natives right away just by hanging out with them, just like we did uh, in the U.S. as well, um, just through spreading diseases that they had never uh, come across. Um, and so uh, their plan didn't really work. And um, also, the, initially, the missions sort of flourished. They they were built and they um, seemed to exist well up until the um, early 1800s, like 1830s, 1840s. Um, and then Mexico got its independence from Spain, uh, and they decided that they didn't really want to keep these missions going and running. They were they had to pay for them, and so they didn't really want to pay for them anymore. Uh, so they got rid of all the land and the livestock. They just, like, sold it to local Pueblo farmers and just, like, ditched it. Um, and so eventually, you know, the U.S. bought Cal what is now California. Uh, and so when we annexed that as part of the United States, um, all the mission land was eventually returned to the Catholic Church, but most of it was in ruins. So these these Pueblo farmers, they didn't take good care of the land. Uh, a lot of the um, the missions themselves actually burned down or were otherwise destroyed. Um, one of them is even built, it's like directly built on the San Andreas Fault. So it has been um, it has been destroyed a couple different times uh, in, in various earthquakes. Uh, and so, yeah, they basically like fell into ruin and then the U.S. turned them back over to the Catholic Church. And um, I think at some point in time, the state of California actually got involved and did a lot of renovation on them and uh, rehabilitation so that they could um, be preserved. Uh, and all of them are historic sites. I mean, at this point, they're the oldest buildings in the state of California. Um, so some of them have been restored really beautifully, and they're like they look brand new, and they hold current church services uh, in the Catholic Church. Um, there's one, I can't remember, I think it's the one in Oceanside, California, and it's like, it looks like a freaking whatever brand new church just in this built in this old spanish style it's obvious that that community provides a lot of money to the church um it's really like a sight to be seen but they run from san diego all the way up to solano in sonoma um and they're in a lot of the sort of major cities on that route um and it's surprising because uh or at least to me i guess i didn't know this but now i sort of realize it is 
all those cities grew up out of these missions. You know, the missions were the first things that were there. Nothing, there weren't any cities there. Nothing else existed. Um, and cities like San Luis Obispo, Santa Barbara, uh, San Jose, um, Santa Cruz, San Francisco, um, San Rafael, uh, all those cities grew up out of um, the sort of communal areas that, that grew around the missions um, back when they were built, which is really cool. Um, and I, I'm sure you learn about it in like fourth grade as a California resident, but nobody else learns about it. So um, some of them are, look really cool. There's one called San Juan Capistrano in um Southern California that is just absolutely beautiful. It's supposed to be one of the ones that you just have to go see. Uh, and then the the one in Santa Barbara is also supposed to be really gorgeous. Um, and I, I think one thing to know about them that is really cool is that um, what they did do, they although they were largely unsuccessful at their main purpose, which was sort of converting these natives to into Spanish citizens who were also Catholic. Um, what they did do was spread the cultivation methods to produce wine. And so a lot of the wine that is grown in this area is a direct um, sort of the reason that it's grown here is because the Spaniards brought that um, culture and cultivation methods here um, and and used them in the missions. Um, also, olive trees came directly from um, these Spanish missions as well as citrus groves, uh, which is like a huge part of the uh, agriculture and industry of the state of California today. So pretty influential, these missions. Uh, and we got on this pretty funny topic. Um, well, I guess I should say one that we, the one that I think we should go see soon is actually the one in San Rafael. And it's, it's evidently one of the favorites. Um, but it is Mission Santa Inez. Uh, and it is beautiful. It's in like the San Rafael mountains and it just looks absolutely gorgeous. Um, on these pictures that I'm looking at online. Um, but yeah, it's really close by and we could go tour it if we want. It was built in, uh, 1804 and it was one of the last missions to be built. I think it was the 19th out of 21. So very, very recent, I guess, in the actual mission building situation. Um, but yeah, there's a whole bunch. We should start keeping our eyes out for them because they look beautiful and they're very historic. Uh, and, um... If you aren't able to get out to one, I do have a line on someone who made a mission out of different pasta noodles. Uh, her name is Anna, and I'm sure her mom still has her uh, model of the mission that she did. I, she'll have to tell you which one she did. I can't remember, but uh, she was texting her mom about it, and her mom like went in the garage and was looking for it. So I'm pretty sure by now, this has been two weeks, I'm pretty sure she's found it, and Maybe Anna can bring that next time we hang out and show us around the the mission that she did her project on. Um, but yeah, I guess like all California students had to do that because it seemed like across the board they all had shared this uh, this like school activity that I thought was pretty funny. Um, so anyway, I'll leave you with that. Uh, and I'm really excited because I get to see you in like four days. We're going to be in Colorado. We're going to do... Some really fun stuff. We're going to tour a bunch of breweries. We're going to eat a bunch of good food. We're going to walk around Boulder. We're going to drive through the Rockies. We're going to go on a hike in the Rockies. And then we're going to meet your family and go, like, 
rip the tea right out of Colorado. It's going to be awesome. We're going to uh, ski Breck, Copper, and Vail, so I'm sure we'll be sore at the end of it. Um, but I really can't wait to see you. I'm really excited. Um, and so I guess the next time I see you will be soon. Uh, so I love you. I hope you have a great week. I know it's your midterms and it's really busy, um, but keep your eyes on the prize, and I'll see you soon. Bye.